Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've heard Mark K. filling in on the Herman Cain Show. Now, he's on every day at 11 a.m. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Yeah, it is, and uh, what a crazy, horrible week we've had. Hopefully, we can lighten it up a little bit today. Not too much. We don't want to get, we don't want to be insensitive, uh, but we just, you know, we don't also want to dwell in all the horribleness uh, of the of the uh, news cycle forever. We want to, you know, we want to. We're going to do a little bit of both. We're going to do what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to talk, a, you know, about the latest coming out of Parkland and uh, the president's visit, and you know, all the calls for gun control and uh, the emotions that are running high, and what we really can do to solve this horrible epidemic. That's going to be the first part of the show. Then we're. We're going to, uh, you know, goof around, get some fake news Friday, go and give away some coffee mugs, uh, all that kind of stuff. So a little bit of both. Plus, in the middle, there's this breaking news. We just found out that they're renaming our stadium. No longer will it be called Everbank Field. It will now be called TIAA Bank Field, which is great news because they don't have to pay for new graphics that say lock down the bank uh, because it's still it's still a bank. Uh, you know, thank, thank God for that. I mean, banks own everything. They might have, it doesn't even really matter at this point. Um, but you know, luckily they raised the ticket prices 10%, so they'll be able to pay for all the new graphics that they have to install in the stadium. What's up, everyone? My name is Mark Kay, and before we begin, I have to do, I'm obligated to do something because I said I would do it yes, uh, last week. And this is something, again, that we learned from the Democratic Party. And in the last two elections before Donald Trump was elected president, you know, it it was very effective for them. And it's something if you're looking to get people to act in a certain way to cast a vote for a particular candidate, one over the other, the best way to do it is to buy their vote or just, you know, bribe them with some kind of cash payout or the promise of a new cell phone or, you know, some kind of free health care, whatever, whatever it is you have in your coffers, whatever you have in your in your wallet at the time that you can give to somebody in exchange for them taking action to further your career and future. That's very effective. And that's how Barack Obama uh, led himself, not just to one victory, but two two terms as president of the United States. Um and it's something I, you know, don't, I, I don't take that lightly. I learned from it. So last week, I, when we launched our new podcast, I said, look, we're going to do this the Democrat way. We're going to bribe you to go and leave positive reviews. And man, did it work like gangbusters. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but Barack Obama's onto something because we got like one, two, three, there's like a dozen five star reviews on the podcast. The Mark K Show podcast. And I'm, I, first of all, I'm just looking at the iTunes reviews right now and I'm reading them and I'm going to be honest with you. They're, the show's not even this good, but the reviews are amazing. Uh, and there's one, you know, fantastic podcast. Mark K is here to stay. Uh, number one fan. My favorite podcast. Oh, that's the one I wrote. All right. Don't worry about that one. Awesome radio. So thank you guys so much for going in and doing, uh, exactly what, uh, what I asked you to do. And now, to uphold my end of the bargain. I mentioned that every week I would pick one of these, pick one of these podcast, uh, reviews. And, and this week I'll do iTunes. Next week I'll do the Google Play Store because I know we have a lot of Android users who listen to the show and, and download the podcast. And I appreciate that and give you a, a very limited edition Mark K show t-shirt. 
a, a very limited edition Mark K Show t-shirt. The first one that we're giving out today goes to Mindy IA33, who left a, a glowing five-star review. Uh, Mindy, thank you so much for that. We're going to, you know, why don't you uh, go, go ahead and uh, email me uh, here at the show and we'll get you, you know what, or call 340-1045. That's even better. And we'll hook you up with that shirt because uh, you definitely deserved it. And this will be going on. Like I said, we have like probably a dozen of these. So we'll be doing this for the next 12 weeks. All you have to do is download the podcast and then leave a, uh, a glowing review. Only glowing reviews. You got to, if you leave like a, like a, just like a shiny review. It's not going to get you. It's got to be like like bright, like I need sunglasses because, ah, my eyes. That's the kind of glowing uh, re- review we want. All right. Let's start off here with this, uh, the latest from this horrible school shooting. And, and, you know, the open mics have just been going crazy for the last couple days. And one of the themes, one of the themes that seems to be consistent is this. You ask, how can we protect our students allow for the faculty to start carrying arms? Allow for the faculty to start carrying arms. Allow for the faculty to be gun, uh, or if they're gun owners or they're, they're registered gun owners, they allow them to carry. You know, there should be some way for people who are in the school to protect themselves when something like this happens. And for the most part, there is not. There are very few teachers, if any, who are allowed to carry guns or do. There was, as we learned, one, uh, you know, resource officer on site, one police officer for 3,200 kids. And this guy, uh, I mean, this guy, you know, didn't even encounter the shooter by the time it was all said and done. So, you know, you need you need more people, more responsible adults, more responsible gun owners. That seems to be the common theme. We got another very similar open mic saying just the same thing. If you want to legislate a solution to this kind of gun violence, fine. But in the meantime, let's just put some arms people in the schools, please. Please. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing. You know, sure, legislate whatever you want. Go back to the floor. Go and debate. To call each other lights. Say that the Republicans are in the pocket of the NRA. Say that the Democrats, you know, are trying to steal our Second Amendment rights that our forefathers put down for us to protect us from the evils of government. Say whatever you want. But in the meantime, let's put some armed guards in the school. So over over the next decade, while you're debating the H-E double hockey sticks out of this thing, our kids can at least be protected. Debate all you want, but first put the guns in the schools. Get the get more resource officers in there. Get police officers in there. Get security guards in there. Get oh the military. Everybody's talking about the veterans. The schools hiring rent the cops or security or whoever. Well, every school should start doing from here on out. Hire three to five veterans, combat veterans or non-combat veterans. Put them all, get them on the payroll, get them in the schools, and have them there from the time uh, the doors are open, from the time the doors are closed. There's your answer right there. I, I've never, unfortunately, been in the military. And rest assured, if I had it to do all over again, I would have gone for at least, you know, a couple years after college. Because I think you learn so much, and I think you become such a great person. And I think that you become more aware of the dangers of, and also the responsibilities of gun ownership. Uh, you know, everyone that I know who's served in the military for for any you know amount of time uh, is a gun owner and a responsible gun owner at that. Um, and I think that that's something that's lacking. And I think that the military teaches that. And look, we can have the whole mandatory conscription debate, which I love to have because I'm a huge proponent of it. I mean, I think that so many of our nation's problems could be solved by forcing every 18 year old to go serve in the military for six months to a year. You know, I, I think that's I think that's a huge 
I think that's a huge boon, not just to our economy, not just to uh, the character of the the people, you know, the young men and women that we're raising here, uh, not just to our I mean, think about it. If you have every citizen, every citizen with six to 12 months of military training, granted, that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but it's going to make them a better citizen. It's going to make them more disciplined. It's going to teach them all kinds of important life skills. It's going to give them access to, uh, I don't know, what do you like, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, uh, your money and for college, whatever else. And it's going to, it's going to increase the overall value of our country. But again, the mandatory conscription debate, that's a debate for another time. Right now, let's get back to arming teachers. Let's get back to putting cops or the military in these, in these schools because we have people. Here's something I thought of at my kid's school. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but at my kid's school, we have a mandatory parent volunteer quota, which means every parent, not one, but every parent. If you have two parents, both of them got to do it. If you got one parent, they got to do it. Every parent has a mandatory two hour requirement for some kind of volunteer work. It can be. Spending an hour at home baking cookies for some kind of bake sale. It can be, uh, you know, going and helping with the lunchroom and telling kids to be quiet and stop throwing food in their faces. It can be, you know, helping with the car line at the end of school. It can be painting. You know, for me, it's just I just go in and I host all the I host all the charity events. <laughs> and that's how I get They're like, hey, can you host our auction? Sure. Absolutely. Two hours done. Uh, anyway, but the, every every teacher or every uh, parent in the school has to volunteer. And I'm thinking to myself, I know of at least twenty five guys in my school dads and probably some some of the moms too who are responsible gun owners who are concerned about their children's safety who own several you know one or several weapons and who probably would gladly go in one afternoon a week and sit outside the school for two or three hours and just kind of you know patrol you know like neighborhood watch out the, outside the school and i guarantee there are other parents Either stay-at-home dads or part-time dads, dads who work at night, moms, doesn't that be dad? You know, could be anybody who could get cleared or certified or whatever who is a responsible, legal, you know, uh, licensed gun owner who could come out and would would glad I would sit in my car with a gun for two hours once a week if if I knew that it meant my school uh, my kids' school was safer. And I think a lot of other parents would do that. You know, so if you're if you're complaining about, hey, uh, you know what we need is uh, we need we need veterans in the uh, we need veterans in the schools or we need cops in the schools, but it's too expensive. Fine. Get volunteers in the schools. It's Florida. Everybody got a gun. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number. We got to take a quick break. Uh, I have some more ideas, too, and I'm, I'm sure you do as well. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. We'll be right back. You want guns in there? Hold your gun with both hands. Hit what you're actually aiming at. That is all the gun control of law-abiding American citizens need. 340-1045 is the number. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me. So how do we keep these kids safe? And, you know, the legislative agenda, 
It's going to happen. The Democrats are going to call the Republicans, you know, horrible names forever and say that we are, uh, you know, to blame because the NRA, yada, yada, yada. And the Republicans are going to yell at the Democrats and say, we have rights that are guaranteed us and your gun laws are stupid and you're stupid and also you smell funny. All that's going to happen. But in the meantime, let's get some guns in school so we can protect our kids so we can figure out how to solve the problem, right? Seems pretty good. Doc from Orange Park, how are you? Hey, hey, man, I tell you what, our First Amendment is, uh, the reason we have it is because of our Second Amendment. Mm. What will clear the air of having guns in school if we put police substations at every school instead of having a main hub and a few hubs at, like, malls, we can have police substations at a main station. That will guarantee at least 15 to 20 cops coming in and out, and these people will not be going to places that's not a gun-free zone because they know there are more guns at a police station. God, don't even you hear. Ever hear you never hear of anybody going to a police station or a substation and robbing it. No, you never Why? hear you never hear of that. You never hear of a gun show getting robbed. You never hear of shooters <laughs> getting jacked. Nothing ever happens like that because people know better. And you're right. And you know what? That's a great idea. I love the idea of putting the police stations and the schools together because here's here's what happens. Not only are what? you cutting down on the potential of a school shooter, but think about the disciplinary ramifications of that too. Wow. Do you think that oh, there's going to be as many fights and drugs? and everything else at the school oh, wow. if you Good put job. some cop you just you may have just solved the problem doc hey thanks so much for that's a great idea it's all state owned or it's all city owned you know the police department the school board it's all part of duval county put them together in one big spot these these it, it's genius you know what else you do here let's make it even better let's get some army recruiting stations in there too so while the shooter pulls up and tries to walk into the school not only does he have to have to walk by like 12 cops in cars waiting to start their shift but he's got to walk by an army recruiting station and then if he gets by those two obstacles, he gets into the school. But I, it's not that's not bloody likely. Hey, thanks so much for calling three four zero one zero four five. I mean, there it makes it just seems like it's so simple, even not even a substation. You know how the cops, when they change uh, shifts, they, they meet up and they park, you know, back to back and they talk for a while and they go over and you, and you drive by and you think, oh, my God, I'm totally getting a ticket because there's two cops right there. Why don't they have those, you know, changing of the guard patrols? Have those outside the schools. You see two cop cars outside of a school, you're probably going to rethink your terrible, horrible plans. I know I would. 340-1045 is the number. More of your phone calls and fake news Friday coming up on the Mark K Show. This is News 1045 WOKV. It is Friday. It's Fake News Friday. We'll get to that here in just a minute because I feel like we all need a little fun in our lives. But first, we want to get to more of your phone calls. 340-1045. Today, everybody's talking about how we make our schools safer. Is it legislation? Is it getting rid of these guns finally like they do in Australia and Canada? Uh, is it more guns? Is it getting rid of gun-free zones? You know, I've, I've been listening to these debates for, well, not just this week, but years. Yeah, and you know, and they, you know, both sides tend to make some sense. I'll be honest with you. I've heard some sensible people come up with reasons to for more gun control. But then the other thing that I think is if all of these mass shootings if all these mass killings, 17 kids here, you know, uh, a couple other people in church over in, in Texas over the holiday. If all of these mass shootings happen in gun free zones, if the majority of these deaths happen in gun free zones, then why do we want to create more of them? 
wouldn't it just seem that multiplying the number of gun-free zones in the world multiplies the number of... I mean, it just, you know, it's simple math. Again, I'm no math whiz or any kind of whiz. Uh, maybe cheese whiz. But, that, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. 340-1045. Uh, this is Dave in Jacksonville. Dave, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Pretty good. You know, that last fellow that I called in about putting uh, police substations on, I mean, it was a good idea. But I'm going to ratchet it up a little bit more. Oh, ratchet away. Okay, now, since you're familiar with the Jacksonville area, okay, mm-hmm. I think what should happen, on, I mean, to a certain extent now, okay, I'm not going to get carried away because people are going to say, well, that's too expensive. But what kind of a price do you want to put on to keep your kids safe, okay? Set it up like um, out there at NAS uh, for entry. You You have to show a pass to get in. That pass will recognize who you are. Like, uh, it's like a Vistar card. Yeah. You don't use anything else. You use a chip. It can't be copied. Now, here's another idea. The students that come in. My daughter was talking to me the other day about this. And I'm not going to say where she goes to school. No, yeah, don't do I'm that. Not, I'm, no, no, no. Because I'm not going to put anybody, uh, any ideas in anybody's head. Right. She told me, she says, anybody can walk in through that door. Yeah, and that's a big, I mean, that's a big, that shouldn't be an issue. That should not be happening. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Uh, you know, I like the idea of fortifying the schools. Maybe not NAS Jacks like, because that would be expensive, but, but, you know, you do think about all the things we protect and how we protect them. You know, think about what he just said about, about access. You ever go to Disney World? You ever try to just walk into Disney World? <laughs> They're not going to, first of all, you got to have the bracelet, right? And then you got to put your finger on there. You have to be, not only do you need the bracelet, but you need a fingerprint. And you've got to be scanned, and if you're not scanned, you're not getting into Disney World. All right? The same thing. NAS Jacks, forget about it. Unless even military personnel who are stationed there sometimes have trouble getting into NAS Jacks. And if it's after curfew or whatever, forget it. You, you ain't getting in no matter how uh, many uh, tours you've done. You know, there is it, is it is easier to get into schools than it is several other places, and he's right about that. And it's here's what happened to me the other yesterday, okay? So this shooting happened on what, Wednesday? Valentine's Day. Yesterday, I went to the bank, and this dawned on me for the first time. I go to the bank a lot because I like to make sure I still have money in there. And I walk into the bank, and sitting at the bank, first of all, I pull in, and I park right next to a police car, just like I've done five bajillion times before because there's always a police car at the bank. And then I walk in. I walk into the bank and sitting right there before any before I get to the pens and the red and the slips before I get to the teller line before I get to, is a stool and there's a police officer on it and he's got his laptop and you know he's he's uh, he's playing you know Minesweeper or he's checking his uh, Facebook what I don't know what he's doing because I don't look but he's there he's a cop he's got the car out front he's got a gun and it dawned on me that he's always there. And it doesn't matter when I go to the bank. If I go at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, if I go right after the show at, at 1230, there's always a cop there. Always a cop car in the parking lot. Always a cop sitting on the stool in front of the computer with a gun. And I know they're not there. I mean, look, I know why they're there. They're there to protect the money. Okay, I'm not an idiot. They're not there to protect me. The cop's not there to protect the people. The cop's there to protect the money. I get that. It's the bank. But if we're able to to protect money, little slips of paper... Aren't, shouldn't we protect our children? If we're able to sit there and have a cop at a bank, and again, I know banks are private institutions, but so are a lot of schools, at least the good ones. Shouldn't we at least have some kind of protective individual at every single school? 
sitting there, car in the lot, letting their presence be known. It just, you know, make, think about the museums. You know, I take my uh, my in-laws live in D.C., so we take the kids all the time for Easter. We go to D.C. and, and in Christmas time, and then we take them downtown because we want them to learn about the history. And we go to the museums and the Smithsonian. And there's police officers, armed police officers there in all the museums protecting old stuff, basically. There's there's a police officer in the American History Museum or the uh, National History Museum standing guard over a mummified something or other. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, we have a cop protecting a dead person, but we don't have cops in our schools protecting live children. You know, so so don't tell me we can't pay for it. We can't afford it. We can find the money somewhere. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. This is Robert in St. Augustine. Robert. Hey, how are you? Thanks for calling the Marquet show. I'm good. How are you? Great. What do you want to say, Robert? Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you two quick questions, the yes or no answer, and then I'll get to my point. Does the government pretty much screw up everything they touch? I would say yes. Okay. Uh, there's good guys with guns, not bad guys with guns most of the time. Most of the time, yes. Okay. So here you go. Here's how you fix this. Take the power out of Washington, give it back to the states. Tell the states they got 45 days to put two armed guards in every school, or two teachers can qualify for a permit, to, and, and, and nobody knows who they are, and protect the school. If they refuse to do it, and I would say it would be the governors or whoever in the state, hold it because some will, because you got the wackos in California and New York. Hold if they refuse to do it after 45 days, hold them in contempt. Who's holding them in contempt, though? The government. Hold, hold the governor in contempt because he didn't, he didn't um, obey the law, obey what you're trying to do. All right, well, and then, if that does, and then you put two Marines in every school that they disagree to do it with. That ends the problem. Period. The end. All right. Well, I like. I mean, I I like the plan, but the problem is you can't say give the states the power and then hold them in contempt of the federal government if they don't do it. Because by giving the states the power, you're giving them the choice to do it or not. I mean, we want less federal government, but I agree. Give the states the power. I think if the states had more power. You'd see some changes in the school system. You'd see privatization. And let's talk about let's talk about private school versus public school for a second, because you don't think that the luxurious high ticket. We want your money. Private schools are going to start throwing all kinds of security at these highfalutin parents who are looking for something better than the public school system can offer. Not even highfalutin parents, but just parents in general. You know, it used to be, oh, we offer your kids, uh, you know, iPads and they learn the most about technology or, oh, all of our kids have uniforms. So you don't have to worry about what they're going to wear or any kind of jealousy. Uh, we have a zero tolerance for bullying. We have a, a professional doctor on staff. We have all these things that you don't have in the public school. Now, you know what they're going to do? I guarantee starting next season, probably starting in the next couple months when they start vying for 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 clients basically for when they start vying for students and clients what they're going to do is they're going to say oh look not only do we have a a a, uh, a gourmet lunch program with uh healthy organic foods but we've got three armed guards and a security system that locks down the school we have a safe room in every school so if the alarm goes off your kids can be locked in a bulletproof room that's going to be the next era of private school Efficiency. That's going to be the next selling point for private schools, colleges, you name it. Any kind of commercial education system, that's where they need to go. Protect the kids first. Then we'll talk about how many of your students graduate and go to Harvard. 340-1045. 340-1045. Listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with some fake news Friday. So... 
If you want to if you want to participate in some fake news Friday, if you want to win an, an exclusive News 104.5 WOKV coffee mug, it's really easy. All you have to do is tell me, is the headline real news or fake news? And if you can spot more real news from fake news than your opponent, you win. 3401045. We'll do it next on the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. Thanks so much for joining me. 3401045. And it's my favorite time of the week. It's Fake News Friday time. Uh, and this is, this is, I mean, I love this game. It's a lot of fun. It also means that after this, I can go start drinking because it's Friday and I'm done. All right. Here's how this works. Uh, we're going to get two contestants, and we're going to read the contestants one by one. We're going to read them a, uh, a headline. It's either fake news or real news. They're going to have to tell us if it's real or fake. If they get more answers right than their opponent, then they win a, uh, a fantastic News 104.5 WOKV coffee mug. I happen to be holding it right here, just so you know that I am not fake news. You are fake news. No, I am not fake news. Thank you, uh, President Trump. Sandra, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great, Sandra. Would you like to play some fake news Friday? Absolutely. Fantastic. You will be contestant number one, and you'll be playing against Brian. Brian, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Do you think you can spot the fake news headlines uh, from the real ones? I think so. All right. We're going to see. You're going to be playing against Sandra. Sandra, say hi to Brian. Brian, say hi to Sandra. Hey, Brian. Hi, Sandra. Okay. That was very, that was very pleasant. And Sandra, we're going to start with you, okay? Okay. Here we go. Here is your fake news headline. A college student in Iowa received a failing grade from an instructor who told her that Australia was not a country. Is that real news or fake news? I would say because um, sometimes we wonder about the teachers nowadays, I would say that is real news. You'd say that is real news. Yeah. You'd be right. A college student turned in a massive paper on Australia claiming it was a country. Her professor handed it back and said, the fact that you don't know that Australia isn't a country, it's a continent, allows me to not uh, give you a passing grade for this course. She appealed to the college. The professor has been reassigned. She has been refunded her money and given a B plus. Congratulations, Sandra. Good job. Brian, are you ready for your first fake or real news headline? Yes, I am. Listen carefully. Here we go. Vice President Mike Pence defended Rob Porter's domestic abuse with a quote from the Bible. Is that real news or fake news? I'm going to say that's real news. You're going to say that's real news. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. That is a fake news story that was being passed around. It originated on a Facebook page called Fox News, the Facebook page, uh, but it is 100 percent fabricated and you know but that's okay though you're still in it's only one nothing you still got plenty of time to rebound okay 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 good hang tight sandra are you ready for uh your headline number two yes i am listen very carefully iphone users can access emergency services by hitting their lock button five times in rapid succession is that real news or fake news uh can you repeat that? Yes. iPhone users can access emergency services User. by tapping the lock button of their phone five times. Real or fake news? Oh, my husband would know that. Um, okay. Tapping their lock button five times for emergency. I would say that is real news. That is real news. Look at that. A lot of people thought it was an urban legend because they tried it and it didn't work, but they were using the wrong operating system. You must have iOS 11, but if you tap your phone five times, you can access emergency services and call them directly to your location. Congratulations, Sandra. It is 2-0. Brian, you need to get this next one right to stay in it, okay? 
Okay. All right, here we go. The artist who painted the portraits of Barack and Michelle Obama for the Smithsonian once painted a portrait of a black woman holding a severed woman's head. The severed woman's head happened to be a white woman. Is that real news or fake news? That's fake news. You know, that unfortunately, that's real news. That's real news. That is uh, one of the shocking portraits that was displayed by the artist who did paint the uh, the Barack Obama and Michelle Obama portraits. All right, Sandra, uh, here's your next headline. Are you ready? Yeah. If you get this one, you get three, and we're going to declare you the winner. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, hold on. Let me get the music here. There we go. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Oprah Winfrey declared that she will not be running for president in 2020 because, quote, God hasn't told her to run. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, um, I don't think she's that religious. So I would say that's fake news. Oh, I'm sorry. That is real news. Oh. That is real news. She has not been compelled to run. Uh, I'll tell you what. We're out of time. We only have one question left. Brian, you're down by two, which means, Sandra, congratulations. You've won this edition of Fake News Friday. You got yourself a News 104.5 WOKV official mug. Hang tight. We'll hook you up with that, Brian. Uh, thanks again for playing. Everybody else, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, and I will be back. Uh, what's Monday? I'll be back Tuesday, so that should be exciting. Stay tuned for Rush Limbaugh and the news. It's next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.